Thanks for finding me again on Organic Matters. I'm kind of sticking with the nature nerd stuff for this particular week. It's the way they call it, the very last few days of December of last year or New Year's coming tomorrow, if this thing airs when I think it's going to air most places. If not, it'll be a day or two one way or the other, depending on whether you get it on one of the radio stations or on my podcast. Anyway, we're going to talk about 20 reasons why forests are truly important to the well-being, not just of us, but the well-being of the entire planet, which happens to be the only place we can live, folks, here on Earth. Folks, forests cover nearly a third of all the land on Earth, providing vital organic infrastructure for some of the planet's densest, most diverse collections of life. Forests support countless species, including our own, of course, yet we often seem kind of oblivious, just unaware of that. Humans now clear millions, not hundreds or thousands, millions of acres from natural forests every year, especially right now down in the tropics. Letting deforestation threaten some of the Earth's most valuable ecosystems that folks incidentally are not going to be quick to replace. As it is with most of the environment, at least until recent years, we tend to take forests for granted underestimating how indispensable they are for everything and everyone on this planet. That would quickly change if they all disappear. But since humanity might not survive the scenario, the lesson itself wouldn't be very useful by then, would it? As the onceler, I like that word, finally realizes in Dr. Seuss, <laughs> which I read to my kids, the Lorax, a crisis like deforestation depends on indifference. Unless someone like you or me, all of us, cares a whole awful lot. That's what Seuss wrote. Nothing is going to get better. It's not if we don't help it. Indifference, in turn, often depends on ignorance. So to help things get better for woodlands around the world, we well, all would be wise to learn more about the benefits of the forest around us and to share that knowledge with Others. That's what I hope I'm doing on this little radio show I do in hopes of shedding more light on what forests do for us and how little we can afford to lose them. Here's my list. Stole some of them, made some of them up, thought about a lot of them. 20 reasons why forests are so important. Number one on my list, they help us breathe. Forests pump out oxygen we need to live and absorb the carbon dioxide we exhale along with a lot of other places we put in carbon dioxide. A single mature leafy tree is estimated to produce a day's supply of oxygen for anywhere from two to as many as 10 people, depending on where it is, the species of the trees, and a lot of reasons to think about that. Phytoplankton in the ocean are even more prolific, providing half of Earth's oxygen. But forests are still, still a very valuable, very valuable key source of air quality. And I shouldn't even have to say this, but I'm going to. The forests are home to at least half, if not more, of all species that live on this little planet we call Earth with us. Nearly at least half, if not more, of species live in forests, including nearly, this is the weird one, 80% of the diversity of everything on land. We'll get to the ocean later. That variety is especially rich in tropical forest, but forests teem with life all the way around the planet. That means north, south, east, and west. Insects and worms work nutrients into soil. Bees and birds spread pollen. 
seeds and keystone species like wolves and the big cats keep hungry herbivores in check. I've noticed in our country more than any place I've been, and I'm not totally worldly, but I've been around, we are more abject nor against predators in the United States than any place I've ever been. We don't understand their peace in the big environment. Biodiversity is a big deal, both for the ecosystems and human economies. Yet, it's increasingly threatened around the world by us, or indirectly, deforestation. We now know that at least 300 million or maybe more people live in forests worldwide, including an estimated 60 to 70 million indigenous people whose survival depends almost entirely on the native woodlands where they live. Many millions more live along or near forest fringes, but even just a scattering of urban trees can raise property values and reduce crime, among a lot of other benefits. Of course, you should actually realize, by growing a canopy of trees and forests to hog the sunlight, trees also create vital oases of shade on the ground. Urban trees help buildings stay cool, reducing the need for electric fans or even air conditioners, while large forests can tackle daunting tasks like curbing a city's heat island effect or regulating regional temperatures by several degrees. In other words, forests keep the earth cool. Trees also have another way to beat the heat, absorbing CO2 that fuels global warming. Plants always need some CO2 for photosynthesis, but Earth's air is now so thick with extra emissions that forests fight global warming just by breathing, just by taking it in. CO2 is stored in wood, leaves, and soil, often for centuries and centuries. And I guess people know it, but maybe I get surprised they don't. Forests make rain, folks. They make rain. Large forests influence regional weather patterns and even create their own microclimates. The Amazon forest, for example, generates atmospheric conditions that not only promote regular rainfall there and a nearby farmland, but potentially as far away as the Great Plains right here in North America. Next on my list is the fact that forests prevent flooding. Tree roots are key allies in heavy rain especially for low-lying areas like river plains. They help the ground absorb more of a flash flood, reducing soil loss and property damage by slowing the flow of that water. Another way of saying it is they soak up runoff, protecting other ecosystems. On top of flood control, soaking up surface runoff also protects ecosystems further downstream. Modern stormwater is increasingly carrying toxic chemicals from gasoline and, and lawn fertilizers to pesticides and even the manure from the animals we raise. They accumulate through watersheds and eventually create low oxygen, a thing we now talk about called dead zones. We'll do that in another show. And while all this is going on, guess what? They refill our aquifers. Forests are just like really a forest. A good forest is like a giant sponge catching runoff rather than letting it roll across the surface and go away. But they can't absorb it all. Water that gets past those roots trickle down into the aquifers, replenishing groundwater supplies. And they are important for drinking, sanitation, and irrigation. I don't care where you are in the world. It's a very, very important source of water conservation. And another advantage is where they are, they block wind. Farming near a forest has a lot of benefits like bats and songbirds that eat insects, or owls and foxes that eat vermin and rats. Both groups of trees 
can also serve as a windbreak, providing a buffer for wind-sensitive crops. And beyond protecting those plants, less wind also makes it easier for our bugs, our insects like bees, to pollinate our crops. And of course, trees keep the dirt that we use to live on in place. A forest roots network stabilizes huge, huge, giant amounts of soil, bracing the entire ecosystem's foundation against erosion by wind or water. Not only does deforestation disrupt all that, but the ensuing soil erosion can trigger new, life-threatening problems like landslides and dust storms if not taken care of properly. And most people don't realize forests clean up dirty soil. In addition to holding soil in place, forests also use, there's a thing called phytoremediation, family, fancy word, to clean out a number of different pollutants. Trees can either sequester the toxins away or degrade them into far less dangerous chemical combinations. This is a helpful skill letting trees absorb sewage overflows, roadside spills, and for that matter, other contaminated runoffs, of course, caused by who? Us. And I guess we all know, I hope so, that they clean up dirty air. Forests clean up pollution in the air on a large scale, and not just CO2. Trees absorb a wide range of airborne pollutants, including carbon monoxide, sulfur dioxide, and nitrogen dioxide. In the United States alone, urban trees save an average of 850 lives per year and $6.8 billion in total health care costs just by removing pollutants from the air that could affect our health. I'm not sure I should have to mention it, but of course, they feed us. They feed us all, both us and the wildlife and animals that live around us. Not only do trees produce fruits, nuts, seeds, and sap, but they also enable a group, a whole cornucopia, near the forest floor from edible mushrooms, berries, and beetles to larger game for those of you that want to hunt, like deer, turkeys, rabbits, fish, uh, I can name dozens, dozens and dozens. And to look at it from the other end for those of you that are a little bit more monetarily um, uh, savvy than I am, they create jobs. More than 1.6 billion people rely on forests to some extent for their livelihoods. According to the United Nations worldwide now, 10 million are directly employed in forest management or conservation. Forests contribute about 1 to 2% of the global gross domestic product through timber production and non-timber products. The latter of which alone supports up to 80% of the population, especially in many of the third world developing countries. It is their source of existence. And finally, this is my little two-piece. They, they actually help us relax. They're, they're, they're more than we give them credit for. Our innate attraction to forests, part of a phenomenon that we have its own name for now, we call it biophilia, I like the word, it sounds strange, is still in the relatively early stages of what we call scientific explanation, but we know for sure it's true. We know biophilia draws us to woods and other natural scenery, so encouraging us to rejuvenate ourselves by exploring wandering or just unwinding in the wilderness, probably one of the strong things I do for myself. They give us a sense of mystery and wonder. They evoke the kinds of wild frontiers that molded our distant ancestors, and for some reason we can feel that. And thanks to our growing awareness that spending time in the forest is good for our health, many people now seek out those benefits for them, themselves, and their family and their children. And finally, in my opinion, 
and it's only mine. I didn't get this from anywhere. Beyond all their specific ecological perks, they have reigned on this earth for eons as Earth's most successful setting for life on land. Our species can't and couldn't live without them, but it's up to us to make sure we never have to try, and we're getting close to that, folks. The more we enjoy and understand the forest, the less likely we are to miss them for the trees. An old accent. I'm sorry, I missed the forest for the trees. Thanks for staying tuned to Organic Matters.